This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We usually, um, for, for these Baba Malkus, um, we try to learn about some Godel uh, uh, history, a biography of some Godel, we used to do it the Fee Seder of the yard sites. Um, anyone, we, I tried to pick someone who's yard to be the next month. There aren't that many known yard sites, so we started going historically. And the person that I would like to speak about today is Rebuda Chassid. Rebuda Chassid was part of a Tkufa, a very mysterious Tkufa in Kal Yisrael. It was called the Tkufa of Chassid Ashkenaz. This was in the times of Balitaisvis, 1100s, 1200s. It was people who were Neuheg with extraordinary Sigufim, Hanhogis, Lifnimishurs, Adin of all sorts. The three people that we know their names that are very famous was Reb Shmuel Achasid, the father of Yudah Achasid. Rebura Chassid was the, probably the most famous of them, and his son, and not his son, his Talmud, the Rekeach. Um, those are the three most noted of, of, the, of that, what's called Chassidi Ashkenaz. They were extremely ascetic, um, a lot of Inyanim, Lifnim, Meshur, Sadin, Gematrios, and things of that nature. It was, it's, we, what we don't know is a lot more than what we know, and of the, of the three, the most famous of them would be Rebbe Yudah Chassid. Um, he lived from, he, he was born in Spires in Germany and um, in about 1155, and he was nifted in 1217 in Regensburg. He, he, most of his life he spent in Regensburg, it's a big German town. One of the things I try to um, mention is, where, do I, where am I getting my information from? Um, it, it's unfortunate people, it, it, when they say over stories, biographies like that, the question, where do you know it from, people are puzzled. Well, I don't know, it, I found it says somewhere. Well, where does it say? Where, where did that person get it from? It's one thing if I write about somebody I know, you can be done, am I say accurate, not accurate. But when I write about somebody who lived 700 years ago, um, where, do we, like, where do we know? Well, there's almost zero information on uh, Rebura Chassid, except we'll, we'll, we'll soon talk a little bit about what we do know. Um, the, whatever little bit there is was put together by the two places that at least bring the material with notes where they got it from is Rebruv Magolius. He's the one who put out Sefer Chassidim. Sefer Chassidim is, the, is, is one of the works one of the few things that we have from Yudah Chassid, very famous classic work. So in the, in the Hakdamata that Rebuv Magolis brings a little bit of information, there was somebody else of Kamalhar, also same information basically. The place where a lot of information came from, um, in other words, other than some dry facts about Sfarim that he wrote, things like that, come from a book called the Maisebuch which means a book of stories. 
275 stories written in Yiddish. The stories are fantastic stories. Um, unknown author, unknown year, and totally unclear as to why we should trust stories in any sense. The stories are all Gavaldica stories, the type of stuff that, you know, if you have a camp or something, that it really makes great stories. Um, the, um, just to give you a flavor, there are five stories on Rashi, and I think 30 stories on Rira Chassid. So obviously the stories of Rira Chassid make for much better reading than stories on Rashi. Um, I wanted, so I'm not gonna go through the stories on Rebira Chassid, they're all fantastic stories, um, but there's like one story, just, just so that we can understand the problems and issues of some of the stories. The story goes like this. Reb Shmuel HaChassid was a Rosh Hashiva, his father, we know that, we know he was a, a big Tamit Chacham, and he had a big, and he had a yeshiva, that we know. He had a son, Reb Avram, who learned in that yeshiva and eventually became Rosh Hashiva. Now we know also, that's a historical, we have back and forth and, and so on, the name is mentioned, that we know also. Um, but, um, so the story goes that Rabbi Chassid was a wild kid, didn't learn a word, didn't even know how to daven, and just basically played around outside the bows and arrows, and then at the age of 18, he decided, I guess he, he, he got a little bored of stuff outside. He came into the base medrash and started shooting arrows or something. And the Talmudim had enough and he told his father, like, I don't stand. You're such a godl, your children are godlem. And, and this kid is just a paradigm. He's 18 and he knows nothing. So he said a certain shame, a very holy shame. And his son, Rebbe Avram, couldn't, like, he, he, he looked down, he couldn't even look at it. And it didn't phase Rabbi Yehuda at all. Or Yehuda, I guess, I'd call him if, he, if that's what he was. So then he said an even holier name. And then his son, Rebbe Avram, had to hide himself in his father's, under his father's garment. He couldn't stand the light. And, he, and uh, Yehuda Chassid just looked down, but he didn't need to hide. So his father turned to Avram and said, Shulton Avram said, uh, you're going to be a big Rosh Hashiva, but your brother, he's going to know what's doing in the, in the, in the Shemayim Lamala and the Aretz Lamata. He will know much more than you because I could see his Neshem is holier because you know, he, he, didn't, he didn't get phased by the Shem Hashem. And from that point onwards, I, I don't know what, but kids are, that's, that's it. Now, Again, I, I, there's zero reason to believe this story in any way. But, but, but the problem is when you repeat a story like that. So the first thing is that, be, that being a Marbet's Torah is a consolation prize. If you can't be a Rebbe, you can be a, then you be a Marbet's Torah. I guess it's like a consolation prize. And, 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 and becoming an Ish Kaddish doesn't require sitting and learning and harving. It requires, I don't know what. And, and you can wave magic, magic wands and say Shemus Akhtoshim and turn people instantly into um, big tzaddikim and gdolim and kubalim. Everything about the story is a bad lesson. <coughs> and so, Mela, if we knew that it was true, we'd have to sit down and be ma'ayan in it, explain it, and understand it. You know, that from that point onward, Jabura Chassid Namish sat and learned with such asmada and such sitkas and so on. But I don't know why, I, why I'm to believe any of this story. It was, a, it's a, it, it was an anonymous storybook written to entertain children. 
and a lot of it gets quoted incessantly. But that's the mockery. So all those stories, um, I, I excluded. Well, we do know. What do we know about Yirach Hasid? Where, where do we give him his place? First of all, he's brought down a shacharach. He's brought down Taisvis. First of all, Taisvis brings him ksubis ba on the halach of migrachas and migrachas shvuas in a halachic inyan. He quotes Rabbi Rachasit. Shulcharach brings a halacha in Hilchas Shabbos if a person is used to fasting and to eat on Shabbos would be painful because I guess he fasts every day and he just eats a little bit at night. So Rabbi Rachasid was noyig not to eat on Shabbos because he fasted all week long. It was too painful, too difficult. So you see from it that if a person finds eating to be painful, then you don't have to, then you can fast on Shabbos. That's brought down halacha. Zagos Maimon is the thing, quotes him um, on another halacha. I think Zagos Maimon brings him, or, or the Mordechai, they bring him that he would fast two days in Kippur as a suffix. That's brought down. There's a Rua who is from the big pillars of Hirar. There's a Rua, um, He speaks about him speaks about him in, in, in tremendous harach and their herits and so on. So the, 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 the contemporaries who are the G'doyle Torah and G'doyle Halacha um, speak of him in, in, uh, in terms of chshivas as, 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 a, as, a, as a very big person. So we know that there was a person, Rabbi Rachosid, who was known as a chosid, meaning tremendous hanhogis lefnimishor sadin, and um, he was given tremendous respect by his contemporaries. Um, that we know about him. That's one thing that we know about. And, you know, that, that, that in general, um, the, the way in which we, we, we understand where the place of Anashim Dolom is by seeing what contemporaries, with, what did they, in what type of respect did they hold him? And Rirachasid, so, so that's his mockum in, in what we know of in his, in his in history. He um, wrote many svarim. We have um, very few of the svarim um, that we have. One of them is called, many his svarim are referenced in, by others and himself. So we do know that there were many svarim written, 20, 25, 30 svarim, a, a lot of names of svarim are there. We, for the longest of times, we had Sefer Chassidim, um, which is a collection of all sorts of hanhogis, hanhogis, ashkafis, very random, it's a very, very hard Sefer, to, to find something in because there's, there's no real Seder Advarim, but that, it, but that became accepted as his work. It is, it's, we know it's his work, and it's, it's, it's referenced to as one of the works of, of Gedolei Rishayim. It's not always easy to know exactly what he meant because there's no context. When, when, you, when you learn a Sefer that's written in a certain Seder, so you get a sense where it's coming from. Sefer Chassidim is very random, uh, but but each paragraph, like the, each piece, has a number to it, and it, we can reference it, and so on and so forth. Some other firm have come out over the years. They found they've published Kesuyadis, uh, Sefer Gematrius, and we'll speak later about another Sefer of his on Chumash and so on. Um, the uh, 
the, the most. He also wrote Piyutim, Anim Zmirois, Shira Kavid, and Shira Yichud are attributed to him and or to his father, or maybe both of them. But the Shira Yichud and Shira Kavid, Shira Yichud is the long one we say on, on Yom Kippur. There are many people I know you can say Yom Kippur night, and the Shira Kavid's Anazmiras are attributed either to him or to his father, but certainly from his base Medrash. Those are the things that we know about him. The Mamer um, Rottenberg refers to him. All of these are, um, you know, references that we know who it is and so on and so forth. The um, what what starts becoming extremely um, interesting, in, uh, incomprehensible, and has really um, become something that has it, it, in halacha it's. It, it's, it's, it's the, has hundreds and hundreds of things written about it, is called the Tzavos Rebira Chassid. Now, I, I want to explain something um, that people don't understand about Sfar. If a contemporary Mechaba writes a Sefer, Chidush Reb Yaakov. So Reb Yaakov writes a Sefer, he um, has it typed up, he brings it in to, to, to print, and these are the Chidush Reb Yaakov. None of that, so the sperm of the earlier ones were manuscripts rolling around. It wasn't always clear who the Mechaba was. It wasn't dictated by the Mechaba. Many times it was a Talmud who wrote down those notes. And then we have different Kisviyadis that are say to each other. And, and it's very, very hard to get a firm grip on who wrote it, is it, is it just a Talmud writing from this Rebbe? Which manuscript is reliable, which not? So, Sefer Sidim, we have a, a, a fairly, we have Tunus Chos, but, but, but it's, it's something that's more established. This Tzavos Yibura Chosid, we have dozens of versions of it, sometimes attached to Sefer Chassidim, sometimes not. It says there are 70, there are not 70 in it, and these are warnings, admonitions um, to maybe his children, maybe to everybody else. A person should not do this, should not do this, should not do this. Um, they have no mucker in the Gemara, or sometimes they're fakert in the Gemara. There are tremendous amount of steers in the Kisviyadis. First of all, Many of them appear in one Ksabiyad, not the other one. Many of them appear in very different Ruschos, very different versions. And it's a hodgepodge of stuff. And the question is, how much, how relevant is it? Now, some of it is, um, is, is, is not that relevant, but the ones that have become extremely extremely um, applicable is having the same names. In other words, marrying, a, 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 if, if, if the perspective Chosna Kala is the same name as the perspective father mother-in-law, he writes not, he seemingly writes not to, but it's very <coughs> unclear. Um, he writes not to marry um, a, a niece, which Allah is muta. Um, he writes not to marry 
um, if, if uh, not to marry your wife's sister immediately after your wife passed away, which again in halacha there's no such restriction, and on and on things like that, not to move into a new house, not to move a new house of stone, not to build a house where no house was built before, all sorts of things like that. And the question is, what do we do with it? What do we make with it? Is it him? Is it Manchester's children? Is it a halacha? Is it an isra? What in the world is it? That has become, uh, and, and it's very hard, how, how do you deal with it? How do you know what to do with it? The best compilation of all the shittas and so on is recently, recently means the last 20 years, 10, 20 years, Oitza Poiskim put out it's this thick and it has every single line in the Tzavar that's written in any one of the Kisiyadis, all the variations, all the truths of the Paiskim from those who say you must keep it at all costs to those who say it's nonsense and you can't keep it. Everything you want and anything in between is there. That's the, that's, and they also bring whatever small biographical material there is and so on. But, but this is a very fascinating Indian. We have here something, so, so we have here something written by somebody who was recognized as being a, 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 a very, very big person. Somebody who was recognized as being a chassid beyond, you know, it's, and so on. Insai is a Talmud Chochem, and Sai as a Ish Chassid, he was considered to be um, from the, the, the giants of that generation. And he writes something, and what are you supposed to do with it? So I want to read over three different tshuvas that deal with it in very different ways, and you see different shitas and different ashkafas. It's very fascinating because it's, it's a lot more nagea for a lot many more things. The first one is the Night of Yehuda. Now, generally speaking, you know, people are so mocked on it. There's a, the Welt says that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have put the Aseris HaDibris in Savos Yubirachosid, people would be a lot more inclined to, to, to observe it. That's, so here is a Neide Behuda. The Neide Behuda was asked by a Talmud of his. Bidvara Shidduch HaMedubali Gisoseich in Bentaira V'Yachsin. So they spoke a Shidduch for his, for his sister-in-law with, with a Talmud Chacham and a, and a person of Yichas. The name that was added to him when he was sick is the same name as the um, as the, the the father of the of the girl. Ahuvi tell me this. He says, If I wouldn't like you so much, I wouldn't even reply to this. Somebody has no no mucker in the town in the Gemara Paiskim. Because I like you so much, I really feel compelled to write to you. Inscribe these words deeply in your heart. Nobody that comes after the Gemara, no matter how big he is, has no right to say anything that's connected to the Gemara. And if a person even writes a kutzashriyud against the Gemara, he's not a Chachmei Yisrael. He says, 
If we find somebody that um, it, it's, it's clear he was a godly Talmud, who writes something in a Sefer that's connected to Gemara, means we have to go out on a limb and find some answer for what he said. Maybe it was something to get at that particular time, it wasn't a good time. Or to a certain family. The Gemara is true as a general rule. And this was a particular case. He there are things in the Savor that you're not even say. He says, You're not allowed to marry the daughter of your sister. Gemara says, It's a mitzvah. He says that a father and a daughter shouldn't marry two sisters. Rev Papa and his son married two daughters of Abu Sura. He writes that two brothers shouldn't marry two sisters. It says, there are many things in Savod that are connected to Gemara. If this Savod was meant for Kalah Yisrael, we couldn't, it would be also completely Mikablet. Avli says, the Emissary Darkoi. It's a, it's a particular, um, it's a particular tzavor uh, for his own children. He saw that 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 in his own family such shidduchim would not be matzliach, and therefore it's not so to the Talmud. The Talmud speaks in general. He speaks about this particular family. Then he goes into, he even wants to answer it, even there's no problem. And then he finishes off and he says, Yeshver wants to take an Edom with a Tamad Chachem. says, I wonder about people. To, 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 that an Amoritz married the daughter, that's okay, no problem. Which is Fakert from Chazal that says, um, to marry That becomes a whole Shaila. So marrying an Amoritz is no Shaila. The Gemara says that it's, it's like throwing it, a daughter to the lions. No one ever came and asked me if, if the son of Lord is a Tamad Chochem enough. But shame kishmayin. It's a That's where it become from. That's tshuva. It's a landmark tshuva. Very very strong tshuva. Chasam seifer. Chasam seifer writes. Alvama shenimtzav kaseh beseifer behetiv liyaradeya simukofayin tes b'shem tzavos yibirachosid. He writes, he brings from Tzavos Yerachosid that building a house of stones is Sakona. And to build a house where no house has been built is also a, a Sakona. People say, what's the Eitzah? 
you leave over so what you do is you bring in a couple a chicken couple so they're the ones who are now living the house and then you shech them so the klolos chal on them and you felt that this dark um, so he says I explained to you what the people that are what the Rebbeinah said Atanagol is called a gever in Lashon Kaidish, so they're called Gvarim. So these Gvarim men, you know, are the, are the people who live there. And this becomes like a Pidya Nefesh, Dugmas Akapar Shanagin. Avil the Rechsam Seifer says, It's something that better, you shouldn't be Choshesh for it. Dvarim Shuske Beshasa Poiskim, Zatmesh Emeshasa Poiskim. Um, and, and, and it's clearly not because it says something in a safe chassidim. And then he gets another one. He says, why is being of avonim a bad thing? Because it shows you want to be permanently in Golis, but to Bismana said that we need the houses. Basically, he's matchik and says, don't pay attention to it, and it's okay. It's good if you start living there by learning and davening the house, you know, make a minute there. That's, a, that's the best thing. Then he again has um, another Shaila in Ebenezer. Somebody wants to take a good Bacha. And uh, same issue. Uh, so he says a It's a it's a quote from the Gemara. It says if if you not if it doesn't bother you, you know, a person who would bothers who feels uh, queasy about it, he shouldn't do it. But if you don't, you're not makbit or befatikan that where it says about three three women whose names are the same. is not is not reliable, um, and so on. Um, actually, some seifers um, some had two daughters. He had two children who married with the same names. Um, and uh, and so on. The Atzichayim, the Kloisenberger Rebbe's Shever, had um, had uh, married uh, also somebody took a, a son-in-law with the same name. When he died, he not only didn't say it had to do with Savas Yibud he 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 he, um, he he had to marry his other daughter, which is two counts against. First, it's the same name as. It's still the same name. And secondly, marrying one sister after another, he also writes about Zerud HaChassid. He wasn't Makbid. Kozmi Rebbe said he tried to commit Zerud HaChassid. He said, B'Shemoy Fanat, it's the right thing to do, and that's that. The Divra Chaim is another, one more uh, famous tshuva that, about it. A little bit different. Divra Chaim was Sanzerav, first Sanzerav, a huge Talmud Chacham, and so on. Um, he says... Someone asked him, "Machmas savos yibir achosid ein lochesh bezeh ki harbes fake is beemis bechal dibat savor if it's zara lav 
Ah, he says. And now he gives a klal. So he says like this. To be it's very unclear what is his, what he says, and so on. And, uh, and therefore he says, I, I wouldn't be chayshish on it. He says a klal. Ah, he has a different klal. If there's any particular item in Tzavos Yibira Chosid that became extremely um, known, it, not known, I mean it became very, people are nizah from it, then a person should be choshish for that because klal Yisrael like the Gemara says, Hanachlan Yisrael, Imeina Nevi'im, Bnei Nevi'im Heim. Klaesra has a chush, and if they decided that a certain thing they should be Nizarin, then it's something that's Kedai to, to be Nizarin. And then he says, Ach Bezesh, Yisra Bastoidek, Vodosha Boirabim, a lot of people already have done it. Vazenema, Boir Eich, Oilam Noyeg, Poik Chazim HaMachtabo, so he says, if people are not makbid, there's no reason you should be makbid. And then he has another tshuva, a little bit longer, and he says that um, if someone wrote a letter trying to find a heter, they'd be mefalpul in what in in Rabbi Rachasitz. He says, Echadabe. He says, Al pilpul bezayne lemoisa. It, it's really being mefalpul in this Indian is really strange. He said, No one said it's a gemara. No one said it's halacha. It comes from nista. So, so how am I going to how am I going to be be mefalpul in it? Like, what does it mean we write shuvas on it? And, and, and no way to be uh, to be foul, but it's not written on pe- He didn't say his dinner on pealocha. Ulami says, "Kam lesakra son das abirna adrin achsidim kanke chasram." To go against Yehuda Chosid in Furish, Yedur Abirah Chosid or Yerabish Asmag or Zerua. He was the Rebbe of Smag no Zerua. Asher Kolter or Seinim and Ageinim bears Ashkenaz with Tzorfat Nishachachrim. They were the they were the, the, the pillars of Psak. So, so he was a Gavur Rabbe. And he says, the went too far the way he spoke about it. Lamaisa, Rebida Chosid was the giant of his generation. And we don't, to, to go and to speak the way Yehuda spoke is wrong. Achbemis, he says, um, and so he, he answers all of these in Yanim. That um, he, he answers all the inyanim that the Gemara says, you know that's Faket the Gemaras. He, he brings the Gemara in Yevamis that says, as when people are mechamlishim shemayim, yibum was was better to do than chlitza. Once they stopped being mechavin l'shem shemayim, we shouldn't make yibum because it's curved to be a, a ma'ase iser and so on. So you see that even things that meika din amuta. But if the the the, the hanhog of the generation is not good, then then it's a reason to keep away. So all these isurim of getting married, he felt the door. It's it's because the doyres need it. Ach, machmas Since it's unclear whether or not he meant it dafka for his children, if anyone else, 
So he says again the same call. And so on. So he says that um, a person should stick to whatever has become accepted, and we assume that that's the right thing, and that's that. So you have different, and, and there are some, Reb Chaim Falaji and some others, were extremely makpid, and they said, Reb Yudachosid wasn't saying it's asa, he was saying it's dangerous. And Chamira Sakantami Sura, and there's cases brought here and there where people, um, where people didn't uh, listen and something bad happened. You know, that's, there are poskim like that. So you have the full range of shitas and, and, and deyas. Um, one of the real problems is the right nusach. There's somebody here who compiled uh, just the different nuschos. So for instance, it says in one place that three people should not live in, in, a, in one uh, apartment, in one house. So uh, what do we do today when you have high rises? It doesn't, the other gear says three people with the same name. That's a very big difference. I mean, that, that's the, and, and that's sort of by in horror because everyone says, wow, this, you know, look at all these people. It, 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 the Gersos here are so different um, to my two sisters, my four sisters. There's just many, many different Gersos. To say that anyone has the right Gersa is really, really um, it, 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 hard to say. So the, I think the cloud that most people fall back on is the Kalal Divrechaim gives something that everyone is Zohirin that became sort of a, 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 some that the Tzibaz Nizr that's the that is what people tend to be Machmir there's another um, Kalal and, and all these in Yanim that as long as you find some Nafkimina between what he says and what you're saying and what you're doing it's good so they'll, they'll find some sort of small distinction different stone not stone all these type of things that you'll find that also in, in the price scheme. As long as they give some twist to it, they, they feel it's, it's, doesn't, it's not the same as that thing. There's, if this wasn't interesting enough, there's one more extraordinary um, Indian associate of Yurach Hasid. In the year, in 1974, 75, those years, Somebody found Kisviyah. This, this is a person who, um, this is a person who put put out for him. Talmud Chacham put out for him, and he um, found his sefer on Chumash. Rabbi Rachasid's sefer on Chumash. So he he uh, this this is a person who put out other Rishonim also. And um, the problem is, so he he worked on the whole sefer. It, it was all written up, typed up. And, and he found in the safe uh, a few pieces that are extraordinarily strange. Um, meaning that he writes over there that um, certain Lemashal, he writes that the, uh, the Pusik about Yaakov Avinu um, putting, you know, switching Menashe and Ephraim was was inserted by Yoshua. Um, three places like that where he writes for no reason. Like this passage was written, he writes that the the, the, the shira on the be'er was written. Really, the shira on the be'er is halagadol. 
but David Amelech removed it and put it into Tilo. And, and one more thing like that. Very strange and really very hard to um, very hard to explain it that it shouldn't be against Ikri Amuna. So three people were asked Reb Moshe and Reb Eliashev and Shama Zalman. Reb Moshe was the most kanoi. He said the whole, they shouldn't print any of it. They said obviously something, someone, someone else's writings had gotten into it. He says it's, it's a precursus, no two ways about it. If anyone says that one ois in the Torah was written by somebody other than Moshe Rabbeinu, he's not precursus. Uh, and it, that's, we say it. Every day you, we say Danny Maimons. And, and, and what does it mean? So obviously, whatever it is, those three pieces are so bad that, that how can we trust anything else? Um, Reb, so he printed an edition. Rebel Yashiv and Rebshom Zalman said, as long as you take out the problematic pieces and you look over the rest, you can print it. Uh, Reb Moshe wrote a tshuva, a second tshuva that he's very upset with that, but you know he's not going to say anything. But but he was very unhappy. He said, "How do we know?" And he found there are other things there that you can explain it depends on standards. But it's still, in the end, they did print it, and they took out. They they had one edition, and then the second edition they took out the problematic pieces, and that's and and that's how they and that's how it's printed. But Again, it's something, it, it's, a, it's a xaviad, no idea who wrote it, no idea how many things he added, no idea of some parts of the xaviad, I mentioned others, but, but we have no idea whatsoever about who, what, when, and where. And Moshe is extremely strong about it. Um, you'll take a look at your day Gimel in Simen Kuf Yudalad and Kuf Tesvav. He really, really was very upset. He was upset that they let it printed at all. But Rosham Zalman and Rabbi Yashif said, okay, so he, you know, he, he didn't come out against it. But that was another very, very um, extraordinary Indian associate of Yudah Hasi. Um, um, so I guess taking a step back or two, it, it was an extraordinary, the whole music of Hasidus, meaning doing activities that are to make a person more Kaddish, that are not associated with Halach and so on. This is very possibly the first Kuf in Kalah Yisrael, and this was a whole movement. The Rokeach, a lot of Gematrius in Yonim with Malachim, a lot of, lot of um, mysterious things. They were part and parcel also of the Halachic process. They were mentioned, brought about. Um, there is a pure a Taisus Rebira Chasra Brochis. It's not him. It's someone who was a contemporary. His name was Rebihuda Sulion, um, but not no Shaykhs whatsoever. People sometimes mix it up. But um, the, the, the music of people, the fact that he fasted every day of his life, to, the, that, that he pushed it, it was painful for him to eat on Shabbos. The, the, he was somebody who was completely. Um, his whole Ramach Ebrach Sagidin with their favorites Hashem and Sefer Hasidim, there are all sorts of pieces about being totally devoted to Kadosh Baruch Hu, Dovik Nakadosh Baruch Hu. That was it was Hasid, Hasid in the full sense of the word. Um, 
what we don't know, we don't know. That's part of the part of the struggle to t when we deal with things like Nairus things that are or the Vichaim says, things that are not mitzar halacha, how to judge and how to be done on it is difficult. It is one of the things that you know comes up, especially with, with Shiduchim and so on. Um, I usually tell people to ask somebody big, so that let somebody take it on its shoulders because of this element of sakana and so on. Um, I do know in in the, in the mirror, Reb Chaim Shmulevitz's he and his sister married a brother and a sister. Reb Chaim's married Finkel, and his Rebetzin's brother married Shmulevitz. Reb Chatzka Levenstein had two daughters married to two brothers, very very harsh of Ginsburg or Fry Mortri Ginsburg. And the one that I think was Blaze, I don't remember his name, um, Reuven maybe. Um, they, they were, so one of them was Nifta actually, but I've never heard anything that anybody even had a Hamid had to do with so it, so it's it's different, different um, big people were like very differently when it came to it. But this is like upon him an overview of, of an extraordinarily fascinating. Um, Kufa, an extraordinarily fascinating person who was really uh, a malach, and, and that's why we struggle in not understanding what exactly it is, the, the legacy that he left us, what, what do you want in, in this Sabah and so on. Okay.